You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you as of like the company like and how it's going to do like financially and money wise, I feel like there's a lot of things that and I mean, like any job that we have, or people have, there's things that go on behind scenes that we don't know, you know, there's instructors have all sorts of feels, I'm sure there's people who clash with certain people. But I feel like there's a lot of healing that needs to go on. I feel like there's a lot of different groups, like whether they're, they're probably like, you know, all friends, like as a whole, but I feel like there's different groups, kind of like when you're in like college or high school or whatever, you have different friend groups. And I feel like there's certain groups that need a little bit more healing than others, if that makes sense. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 289. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. So we have a big episode today. We do. Yeah. You have to look in this camera. Sorry, I keep forgetting. I got to look over here. And I, I don't it's, exist. It's so hard for me to take my eyes off. <laughs> I'm right here. I know, but over here, you're you're small. We're over here, you're in real life. Um, and I prefer you in real life. <laughs> Right back at you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so we have Erica McLean on the show today, the tarot card reader who had quite a few predictions come true this year. Yeah, yeah. So, she's she's back to talk about what's coming up. Man, we didn't even, y- you'll hear, but we didn't even get like to do her full introduction. She was already throwing out yes. things. Like she was like, this is happening. This is happening. I've got feelings about this. We were like, whoa, slow down. Yes. <laughs> Let us turn on the mics. Slow your roll. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, though, as always. So and yeah, so well, I guess we we could recap, but we recap in the interview. But like she really ended up kind of predicting the Daniel situation. She predicted that there would be lots of babies, lots of babies. (laughs) So, yeah, so she's got a pretty good track record. So we wrap up our year by talking to her to look forward to 2023. 
to see what the future might hold for Peloton. Yes. So besides that, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people? Well, we're going to talk about pre-core. It's probably not what you're thinking. And then we're going to talk about changes in Australia, Peloton Australia, I mean, specifically. Mm -hmm. The holiday sale, we've got a visit from Dr. Jen, and we are talking... Why do I always skip right past her? Why can't find I her know. list? We're talking about getting your motivation back coming off of COVID. And COVID's back, ladies and gentlemen. So this is your this is a great time to listen in case you yes. get it. COVID's back. Also, it never went away. I know. <laughs> it's like another surge, though. It's like yeah. getting all yucky again, like bad. Um, Sorry, anyway. I'm Gen X. Whenever you say surge, I think of uh, Bronson Pinchot from Beverly Hills Cop. Sure. I have no idea what you just said to me. <laughs> also, Angelo's here from MetPro and he has tips for navigating sugar cravings. So hopefully that will help you out during the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then we have some competitor news. We have some other good, fun stuff to chat about. And of course, the instructors are everywhere. So we're going to talk all about that. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever you find a sh- podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful and appreciated. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Don't forget we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the clip out where uh, for a little extra money, you can get these episodes ad free. You can get bonus content, stuff like that. You can also find us on YouTube if you want to watch these shows. They're there for your viewing pleasure or viewing it might not be pleasurable. <laughs> yeah, like I can't figure out what's going on with this hoodie. It's like all <laughs> disheveled. See, wearing a hoodie is not as easy as I make it look. Well, it's a zip up. You yeah. just wear the kind without. I zipper. wear zip up sometimes. Sometimes in the fall, <laughs> not the fall anymore. <laughs> so what? Oh, YouTube.com slash the clip up. Finally, we throw a lot of links at you. If you don't want to have to go track them down yourself, you can get a newsletter sent to you weekly, and that doesn't cost you a thing. And we don't sell your email address, and you can sign up for that at our website, theclipout.com. So there's all that. Let's uh. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. So healthclubmanagement.co.uk. It was reported a lot of places. This okay. just happened to be the one that this I grabbed. This is where you grabbed it from. Yeah. It's reporting that Peloton prepares pre-core for sale mm-hmm. and brings in a turnaround specialist as their interim CEO. Yeah. It's so weird. You know, I was thinking about this and it says that they are going to operate as a wholly owned subsidiary going forward. Weren't weren't they always a wholly owned subsidiary? Which they were. Yeah. I mean, they branded it as, I guess, Peloton commercial. commercial They did call it that for a bit. And then I guess it seems like they've backed off of that. I think that's the change how they're naming it. But I don't think the subsidiary is any different. I don't think that's new information. Um, But also this CEO thing is confusing to me because I don't actually recall there ever being an official CEO specifically for Precore that Peloton had. Do you remember that? No, you're better at that than I am. But no, I do not. Um, I just always thought initially it was like it was a department within the company. So it wouldn't, you know, get their own CEO. So yeah, like so I'm confused because it's like they they always kind of operated it separate, but not really. It kind of it had a foot in both worlds. It definitely did. And I think that they have been working to move that forward. But on the earnings call at the beginning, like I guess it was November of fiscal year 2022, they said maybe it was the one before that. I don't know. They said though, they were looking to lean 
into pre-core that they hadn't really yet. And they that the, even though they hadn't been leaning into it, they were surprised at how well it was doing without leaning into it and yeah. that they were expecting to still do that. So I kind of feel like the whole vibe of this is they're going to sell it. I'm not sure that's the case. Like, I think that that might be a little abrupt. Yeah. I, I think they might be a little early. Yeah. I mean, sometimes companies do do this where they'll sell off a piece just because they need the cash infusion and they feel like they need to refocus. So, I mean, I, I get why someone might arrive at that conclusion. I hope they don't. I think of all their pandemic acquisitions. Was this pandemic or was it slightly pre-pandemic? This was this was like right in the middle of the pandemic okay. because they bought it so that they could sell, they could make the bikes in the US with their gotcha. pre-course, um, you know, yeah. stuff. Well, I, I think of all, Assets. I think of all their, all the things they acquired during their pandemic spending spree. I personally thought pre-core made the most sense, um, especially because I think it helps push them into hotels and gyms. Well, and they just did that big deal with Hilton. Right. I just don't see why you'd finish that off if you weren't going to continue to keep pre-core. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, if you were playing devil's advocate, if sure, you were going to sure, sell it, you could, you could put a deal in place that says, oh, but moving forward, you're going to you're the bikes you're going to sell are going to be Peloton. Like maybe, you know, like I think the problem that they had with Precore is that Precore makes a lot of equipment that Peloton maybe doesn't want their brand on. So they weren't always sure precisely what to do with the ellipticals and the stair machines. Hey, I and, agree with that. I, you know. I think there's a lot of questions. I think there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been figured out, but I guess that's my point. They never got there. Right. And so I think to just jump to they're selling it because of this uh, this announcement, I just think is a little premature. I'm not sure that's really what's happening here. Yeah, I mean, I think long term it makes way more sense personally, not that Barry has asked me. <laughs> he um, didn't? No, he did not. But I, th I think it makes more sense long term to just like push Peloton products into every public place where people work out because then if anybody wants to pivot they have a comfort level with the product right yeah no, or it makes more sense to have your gym membership and a peloton app because the gym you're going to has all this peloton equipment anyway so why not yeah i don't know that's my my two cents for whatever that's worth i i do get that this dustin grows guy he is a turnaround specialist yeah that does make things look weird and i don't know why they're doing that maybe they're Maybe that's that is an interim thing. They're trying to to make this make money. And I do understand why people came to the conclusion that they're going to sell it. I'm just not convinced that's what it means. Yeah, I just I think that we might be a little early on this. And I would like to reserve the right to watch, see what happens. We will let you do that then. OK, thanks. I appreciate it. Peloton Australia is getting the tread. They, they sure are. How exciting. They're finally getting the tread. I mean, that's just kind of crazy to think that it's going to, that big piece of equipment is going to be shipped that many miles away, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if they figured out a way, cause if they're, I mean, they get made in China, right? Isn't that where they're manufactured or not? Uh, I, mm, Taiwan. I, not, I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere. In the east, though. Well, everything's different now. That's true. Yeah. I might be thinking of the bikes. I just seemed like most uh, electronic type stuff is kind of made in that region. Like, that's actually probably closer to Australia than America. So then it's like, are they shipping it over here and then back? Or are they going to have a process where they can just be like, bloop, do it right, you know? Are they going to say bloop when they do it? Well, but with like an Australian accent. Oh, okay. They'll be like, bloop, matey. <laughs> 
like a that was an Australian, also Southern accent. Yeah. Throw um, another shrimp on the bloopy. <laughs> and that's what they say. Right? I don't think Canada ever got the tread, though. So, like, if you're Canadian, how pissed off are you? Like, well, first off, we know Canadians don't get mad. They're like, right? sorry. They're like, yeah, they're, they're just so friendly. Yeah. So they, they're not. They're, they're like, gosh, darn it. Do you know, I know a lot of people know this, in Canada, there is not one woman named Karen. That is a, <laughs> that is a true fact that I just made up. Oh, well, I'm glad you shared that you just made it yes. up. Otherwise, somebody would at me. <laughs> <laughs> and her name would be Karen. And whoa, you know how they would, you know how they are. <laughs> So, but yeah, it is weird that like they can ship it to literally the other side of the planet, but Canada's a problem. Yeah. It's probably something like exchange rates. Look at paperback books. They're always like $3 more. Well, and and I think you brought up a good point about where they're actually going to be shipping these from. That is a good question. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, congrats to Australia. The Peloton holiday sale is back up and running. Did it ever stop? I don't think so. I think they just changed it (laughs) a little bit. tweaked it a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it ever went away because it got extended and then Amazon took some additional funds off. Honestly, it's been on sale for so long and so many iterations at this point, it's difficult to keep up with. And and I don't even say that in a bad way. Yeah. But like right now, see, this says this specifically calls out Amazon that it's it's two hundred dollars off. Gotcha. Which is probably because this website has an affiliate link. So if you click through and buy the bike from them. Yeah, I've got an affiliate link, too. So if y'all need it, you just let me know. (laughs) I can get you some Amazon deals and you can give me some Amazon deals right back. (laughs) And if that's not a good enough deal for you, there's also certified refurbished Peloton bikes on the eBay. So this specifically was I thought about Germany. Didn't it say Germany? Oh, does it? I didn't read it. it All I did was read the headline. Have we not met? Hello. Nice to meet oh, you. eBay UK. UK. So in the UK, you can get a certified refurbished. <laughs> wow, you bike. haven't hit the UK in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm UKing things up. <laughs> we usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they said that there's been a 23% spike in searches for Peloton bike in eBay uh, on the run up to the festive season. But I could have sworn I saw something about Germany, too. Maybe I just made that up. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just I get people have different means. So I'm not trying to shame anyone. But I just think like going on eBay to look for a used Peloton as a Christmas present. Like, but if that's the only way you can get in, that would still be better. Refurbished is different. It, like, it, it, it is. You know, and, I mean, we've bought refurbished things absolutely, before. Absolutely, because that comes with a manufacturer warranty and you have, you know, just buying it from a guy. Mm-hmm. Like You, you don't, don't know what you're getting. F- for sure. But if you can buy it refurbished, at least if any, something goes wrong, the company is still backing it in a way they're not if you buy it off the secondary. I, and I think that's important. Like, we're not just saying these are people that are selling these on eBay. Right. This is this is Peloton. officially selling them yes they are certified refurbished bikes Correct. so that is important yeah to like I, distinguish. I'll, you get a little snobby about that like, i do i'll I buy certified do. refurbished in a heartbeat yeah i'm like mm. you're like ah why the, a lot of times it's just an open box somebody mm. bought it and was like nah and they send it back and then yeah you, you well know. we've we've had a lot of things not work too i haven't it, had what i think we have what, what that surround sound system where one that was a whole mess I don't even remember that exactly. one. Exactly. You blocked it out because it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. 
And I vehemently have been against refurbished since that moment. But but to be fair, I just don't like inconveniences. Like, yeah. this is not even about refurbished. I don't like to buy used cars for the same no, reason. Yeah. I do not like to mess with anything that is going to require me to have to fix or deal or call people. I never. I want a, it to work. I've never bought a new car until you. I've yeah. always bought like I'll buy a year or two old and like let let the lot take the and don't get me wrong there is there is a a very good reason to do that it is the the very smart financial decision but i like to get in a car and drive it and not have any problems and when i have a new car that always happens for me when i get a used car that mostly happens for me. But that's when you buy the used car, you get a Honda or a Toyota. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's fair, too. Which is what I would do. I just I have some very bad experiences that I have been stuck on the side of the road at moments yeah. that have really caused me to like, I just don't want to deal with it. And I am fortunate enough to be in a situation where it's like, if I want to buy a new car, I can buy a new yeah. car. But like, we also do things like turn in my beautiful Mustang mm-hmm. so that you can have a car that doesn't have to have gas. Yes. And then I take the used car and I'm driving well, that. used car is car we bought brand new I know that but I it's, drove previously it's used to you're me. acting like I found a hobo and kicked him out of it and said this is our car now I'm giving it to my wife for Christmas <laughs> you took my license plate too I'm a little salty over I offered to swap it back <laughs> oh my god a hobo that was hilarious <laughs> No, you didn't do anything wrong. But my point is that, like, I have made that concession. It's yeah. not the choice I would it's make. Because you it's, don't drive anymore. Exactly, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. If I was still driving to like Illinois every day, like I was, there was no way I would do that. You would have the electric car. I would. Yeah. I would, and that would make sense. For right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I know I'm getting for sure lots of lots of certified shit out there. bikes on eBay. <laughs> That's where this started. <laughs> they are, and they've never. Been touched by a hobo. <laughs> you don't know. I feel very confident. You don't know. That they have you don't not know what t- goes on in people's houses. I can, <laughs> I can assure you that the certified refurbished bikes have never been touched by a hobo. I mean, even if they because haven't. I don't even think that that those are a thing. Anymore. You don't think hobos? Well, are I don't a think. Thing? I, first off, I'm, we're Who probably going to yell that because I don't think we're supposed to say hobo anymore. I don't think that. It, I think that there are people that are drifters. Or unhomed travelers. Travelers. My uh, now, I my ex brother in law. His he he used to be, ride the rails. Right, he did. He, he did. did, and and he called himself a traveler. A traveler, yeah. and he would also well, he called himself a gypsy. But I think that is yeah, like you that for sure feels can't, offensive. Yeah, like you're not so unless that, he's Romanian and, and we he's don't know it. Definitely yeah, like, not. No, that's not. A, um, but he he would like just wander from place to place, and so like <laughs> he would not call himself a hobo. No. He would not. No. But he would definitely call himself a drifter. So if there are any hobos listening, our apologies. <laughs> so speaking of. Oh, my God. We have. We have dr- gone off the rails. I think we're drifters because <laughs> we have drifted from the topic du jour. So speaking of uh, sales and pricing and whatnot, we saw some uh, Bob Tremor tweeting about some potential changes in Peloton. Pricing. Yeah, we had talked about it. So. During the earnings call, they had said that, oh, we're definitely changing the pricing in the new year, 
we don't know exactly what that pricing is going to be. So Bob Tremor seems to be he's been doing whatever he does to the internets, the interwebs, and he's been digging around in their websites and found some stuff that looks like that if you have the app, and again, these changes to the best of our knowledge are only going to be for the app. And that matches what he is, what Bob Tremor is seeing, that there's going to be like a plan that is going to be an essentials. And then there's going to be a plus. The essentials is going to have like a monthly modality our access limit. So if you have run, ride, etc., that's going to cost X amount of dollars for being able to only get to those number of hours. So like if you have 10, let's just say, I have no idea. We don't know what the hours right. are going to be. Um, and then there's the app plus, which is going to have all the exclusive classes, special events. So things like um, whenever they say premiering, that's probably why that's important now. <laughs> we, we didn't think yeah. it was. Now <laughs> it is. And then uh, likely it's going to have unlimited access to all modalities that are available on your app. So it also looks like it's going to be if you buy it annualized, that's going to be a different price than buying paying it month to month, which is makes sense because that's pretty much what everybody's doing. Yeah, that's a very common, uh, you know, you pay for a year, pay for 10 months and you get 12 or pay for 12 and you get 14 or something like that. Yeah, but I also want to caution people to like look at this and know that this data is true, but also know Peloton is known for changing the data last minute. So don't get it stuck in your head. It's going to be this way. Right. Don't get it stuck in your head. It's going to be this number because they will change it. I guarantee <laughs> they are going to change it and and probably moments before. So just, you know, let's keep everybody out there who's seeing things like this. Let's keep them apprised of be prepared to pivot because <laughs> people get mad when they yeah, expect things for sure. So there are now target metrics on guided scenic content. Yes, for the bike plus and the regular tread. So if you have a tread plus like myself, you cannot use it. But if you have the bike plus or the regular tread, you can use it. Gotcha. Um, so what this means is it will mimic the terrain. Yes, it will follow the terrain. So if you put the if you turn the little lock on as they're showing you on the screen, if you're watching YouTube, then it will automatically go up and down or go faster. Well, no, it'll go up and down. It will yeah. not go faster. Do not listen to or me. Or change the resistance. <laughs> On only change the resistance yeah. yes that's what i was trying to yeah. say <laughs> <laughs> well, that's spiffy it is yeah. it is um i know that uh when i was talking to gina about this she really really loves this feature especially for the tread because you know like if she's doing a meeting and she's working from home she can just be on just walking you know yeah, she doesn't gotta think right she well and you do don't without... have to hear yeah. you don't have to hear and it just it just changes automatically it really changes things so that's awesome row classes now have a skip intro button they do I some guess some do. I guess they've decided you've you've done it long enough. You know what you're doing. We'll take it away. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'll give you the option. Rather. I thought it would take longer for this to show up. And I was also surprised that it's not on all of the classes. It's only on some of the classes. So it's it's like there must be like a delineation point. Like they were like this date and after will include right. the skip intro button. It's also really funny to me how tiny it is. You see how tiny it is. And like on the other classes, like on the tread, it's it's pretty big like oh, <laughs> and it's in yeah. the upper left hand corner and this one's like right in the center it's i mean i almost missed it yeah <laughs> who knows how many times i took a class yeah. and i missed it it's been there for weeks <laughs> and i was like oh this is great because you start a class and then like it's literally a minute of them telling you all the things you're gonna do and it's like okay come on come on come yeah, on, come on. Like, i know these things <laughs> i just wanted to warm up let's go it's when you get in your pre-row p yeah, exactly. But you don't have quite enough time for that because it's only a minute. Yeah. So like, eh, <laughs> I'd have to be a pretty fast pee. 
Peloton has added seated meditation and yoga for Qantas Airlines. Yeah, so you remember that they did this for Delta. For Delta, because we took we hardly ever take Delta. We took Delta when we went to Atlanta. And it was the one and only time yes. that I could sleep on the plane. And I slept good. Yeah. It was great. Then you did yoga and you kept hitting me in the face. And I was like, bam. <laughs> and then after like the fourth time, I'm like, this yoga program ended like 10 minutes ago. Why do you keep hitting me in the face? What is what is that about? Uh, but it's several uh, Australia specific meditation. So it's like a coastal. Now that makes sense because Qantas is Australian. Yes. Airlines, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. They have coastal country, twilight, forest, and desert. So they kind of themed it around ah. parts of the country. So I thought and that was all neat. the classes are hosted by a koala bear. <laughs> I don't think that that's true. Shh, don't ruin it. Although it would be adorable. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to meditate because you'd be so focused. I would. On the cuteness of the koala bear. Oh my God. Which is technically not a bear. I know, but they're so cute. I want to hug them. I want to hug all of the koalas. Peloton is hosting a toy and clothing drive. Yep. And it's uh, you can drop off things at the New York studio and they are looking for children's clothing, diapers, educational games, puzzles, all that kind of stuff. And you can register if you can't do it in person. You can also click on the donation link and it's on the registration page. So we want to finish up. December, make sure we do lots of giving for the kids. I wonder maybe next year they'll expand this to stores. That would be really cool if they did. Like have one in every state that they have a store in. That would be really cool. That's just a nice, that's just an easy way to like, oh, at any of our physical locations. Yeah. So it's a toy and, or if you're watching on Instagram or on our YouTube where you can see this Instagram, it's a toy and clothing drive. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to type this stuff out, Tom. I know. Be nice to her. I know. I know how mad you get when people bust your balls over one typo. Yeah, it's like, do you know how fast I'm going? Yes. (laughs) So I'll say it for her. Back off, Tom. (laughs) Verizon's Plus Play has arrived and you can use it to get your Peloton membership or Netflix for free with your Peloton membership. My guess is it probably has to be a new membership. Okay, so that's a great great point because somebody posted after I saw this in a, in the group they had tried to go in and take advantage of this and when they did Verizon said they had to cancel their current subscription and start a new one and they were like I'm terrified yeah. and I think they should be I get that I don't think that they should do that yeah that's a shame like I know they had something like this with Disney Plus with mm-hmm. if you got a Verizon line you got a year of Disney Plus and so I actually just I called them and they just Add because I, I had bought Disney Plus prepaid for three years before it launched, so I got it for like four dollars a month or something. Yeah. It was like crazy cheap. And it lasted for a long time. Yeah, and then they added. They just like oh boop boop boop, and they just added a year to our membership. So now we got it for four years instead of three. So, but I guess they're not doing this with this. But I just think this is this is a good promotion. There's different uh, subscription packages like Xbox. Game Plus Ultimate, HBO Max, Discovery Plus. Like if you if you sign up for them, you can get a year of Netflix premium for free through Verizon. Yeah, it is. It is nice to have all these different options and different things that you can do. I yeah. agree. It's a good. It's, it's good also deal. fascinating that it's a Netflix connection given the current CEO. <laughs> I don't get it. 
Oh, duh. Because he, yeah. Barry. There we go. <laughs> you know what I was what I was thinking about was how funny is like we're talking about Verizon, 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 and T Mobile's all over this page, and it was like cracking me up. That's that what I was funny. actually focused that's on. <laughs> somebody's that's somebody's ad placement working well. Yeah, it is. Like you're reading about Verizon, Verizon, but click for T Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Well done, T Mobile. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It is the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. psychological edge with dr jen joining us once again via the magic of zoom tube is dr jen mann licensed marriage family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant she was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for usa gymnastics it's dr jen hello hi Okay, so this week we have some people that are dealing with coming back from COVID. Um, I have three individuals that wrote in questions. Kelly Quirk separately, she and Jody Katz and Carla Elaney, and all of them have diminished exercise capacity. And also, they're just feeling exhausted. And they're not sure how to get back to where they were before and how to deal with the lack of motivation when they aren't where they were before. 
makes a lot of sense. I'm hearing a lot of this. First of all, obviously you want to clear it with your doctor. Make sure that you are well enough to come back to exercise. Sometimes people assume because they're now testing negative that that means that they are ready to go full blast exercising. And that's not necessarily the case, especially if you have long COVID or you're not fully recovered. So that's the number one thing. Then the, the next thing is that if you are still struggling with exhaustion, and I see a lot of people who are experiencing this after having gotten COVID, many of them long-term, that you got to completely start from scratch. Like it's no different than if you had surgery or if you had some other illness or you were just out for a really long time or an injury, but you have to start at like ground zero and that you really need to kind of conceptualize this in layers and that you need to mentally come from kind of a beginner set point. You cannot compare yourself now kind of post, look, we'll call it post injury because COVID is an injury to your system. So post injury, you can't compare yourself to where you were before you got sick. So you've got to really start with much smaller cardio. If you were running, maybe you start with walking, start with a 10 minute walk and see how you feel. Do like a warm up walk and see how that goes. And what you want to do is kind of layer as you're able to build. So, and you know, look, you know how I feel about that five minute Olivia core class. It's all on your back. The one where she's a red, red sports bra, red leggings. Like that's the kind of class it's a little better for if you're really tired. Like I tend to put that at the end of like a boot camp class when I'm kind of like pretty spent, but I want to get in a little more abs. So then you can be laying down and exercise. So you really want to look at What is conducive to that? If you've got the rower, the rower, you can be sitting down while you exercise. So that's a really great way to kind of build back up. So really looking at this as an injury, starting small, building on it, mentally preparing yourself for that you're really starting from scratch and give yourself credit as you build. That's excellent advice. And also, I think it's good to remind people, even though they're starting from scratch, it's not going to take as long to build up as it did the first time. If you go easy on yourself, if you go out too hard, you're actually going to make it worse. Yeah, no, I think true. Excellent advice, as always. <laughs> yeah, that would have to be beyond frustrating. I just know as someone who hates exercising, if I felt like I had to start over, I could I could very easily see myself being like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom can never get sick. He can right. never get sick and or injured. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think also, you know, the other thing is that sometimes people go, okay, well, I've had COVID, so now I don't have to worry about COVID in the future. But keep in mind that you can't get COVID again. And you don't want to have to go through this again. So you may want to up your precautions, you know, even though a lot of the time, again, people are like, oh, well, I've had it, so now I can't have it. Well, you get another variant. Like, there are a lot of different ways you can get sick. You can get RSV. You can get the flu. There's a lot going around right now. So you want to take extra good care of your body and be extra careful. And also nutrition. You know, yeah. make sure that you're eating foods that will help you to heal and that are nutrient-dense so that your body gets the kind of fuel that it needs for the workouts as you build it. 
Very, very good point. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media at Dr. Jen Mann, to end on Jen, to end on man. I post all of my Peloton workouts on my Insta stories. And you can also find me in InStyle Magazine. I have a weekly column called Hump Day with Dr. Jen. Wonderful. Thank you. Instructors in the news. So Daniel McKenna is now accepting in-person training stuff. Very limited spots available. Well, sure, because there's only 24 hours in a day. He's got to sleep for some of them. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So there you go. I hope people like to know what he's up to. That's yeah. what he's up to. Well, I, we got to talk about the non-compete because everybody yeah. hasn't. I don't know. I'll just yeah. tell you that. I don't know. But I will say this. Um, just because he's doing in-person what do you call it? Uh, training. training. In-person personal training does not necessarily mean that there is not a non-compete in place. It also doesn't mean there is. Right. And we will never yeah, know. Yeah. It could be like he has a non-compete in terms of he can't be on any platforms right. for X amount of time. Right. You know, and maybe this was part of the negotiation that that he can't be on platforms for a certain amount of time, but they'll let him do this. Because if he was able to do this previously, you think he would have been doing it already and if he was able and if he was able to be on platforms you think he would just jump to that but yeah i i don't know i just know that there's a lot of people who think they're attorneys out there yeah <laughs> and i'm kind of tired of the whole thing <laughs> yeah so anyway he's out there you can go sign up for it he's got it on his on well, the, i mean on if you green. live in new york if you live in new york yeah i mean you can sign up for it if you don't live in new york you just gotta travel a lot <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> but you can sign up for it that's a very good point Jess King was invited to the White House for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. Yep. As a, she said, as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, as a Latina and as a parent, this meant so much to me. I acknowledge the fight those before me have fought to get to this place, and I don't take it lightly. Love is important. Love should be protected. If only they could protect all the things. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> it is It is huge. And is I, huge. Am in, I am a huge supporter of it, just yeah. to be clear. I'm also still salty that not everything is protected. For sure. Take your wins where you find them. I know. I know. And speaking of marriage. Yeah. So there was a kerfluffle on the OPP. What? Shocking, I know. People argued? I'm sorry. I should have braced people for this sort of news <laughs> that people got shitty on the OPP. Yeah. So a couple got engaged in New York. They took their engagement photo uh, or the proposal in the middle of Times Square and all the bright lights behind them correct and one of the bright lights was alex Toussaint, <laughs> <laughs> who just happened to be walking through the frame like he didn't deliberately photobomb their picture he just happened to be crossing the street as this couple was doing this minding his own damn business yep and and after they took the picture they were like holy cow that's alex Toussaint. alex Toussaint is in our engagement photo and so they posted on the opp which and, why and then <laughs> They were immediately called racist because clearly that's not Alex Toussaint. And then people spent uh, 20 minutes arguing about that until it was determined that it was, in fact, Alex Toussaint because they found a picture of him at the Knicks game wearing the exact same outfit. And people said, well, people could buy the same coat and you never know. And maybe this thing And you happened. were back to you're being a racist again. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then, then Alex Toussaint chimed in and was like, no, it was me. Like, that's me. I, I, I love his quote. Y'all got to chill with this negative <laughs> ass energy. That's clearly me. Much love to this couple on their engagement. Yes. It's like, thank God there's a voice of reason. Also, when did he get to go back into that group? 
the instructors aren't supposed to be in there. I in thought. the OPP? Maybe they are. I think they could be in that. They just couldn't official. be in the like, other one? They couldn't be in those. Like, I guess pro- they just never do. Yeah. I guess they just never I talk don't to anybody. blame them. Neither do I. But I think because it's official, it was the unofficial stuff. That yeah. They didn't want yeah, you're in. probably right. But yeah, so uh, hats off to him for not leaving this poor couple out there swinging in the wind. <laughs> yeah. That was really nice of him to chime in. Yeah. And it. It was clearly him. He was making a weird face. I will give him that. Like he was like breathing, you know, and it just like the way that it caught it. Like he had his his cheeks kind of puffed out a right. little bit. Yeah. And so it did look odd. I will say I saw the picture before it was officially declared him. And I was like, I'm like 95 percent sure it's him. But there was that five percent that I was I mean, I wouldn't have chimed in either way. But but uh, but I was like, I'm like I said, I'm real close to sure, but I'm not a hundred. So, yeah, Ross Rayburn had a Christmas party and lots of instructors were present. Yes. And some folks from the uh, Broadway crowd were as well. Yeah. This is all the Peloton crowd. And uh, for those of you watching the YouTube video, you can obviously see the pictures. But for those of you listening at home, we're kind of scrolling through the gallery. Yeah. Uh, Marcel in that dress. Hello. <laughs> My goodness. I would never have confidence to wear that. Me neither. You wouldn't either? No, I would not. <laughs> but yeah, Ash Pryor's there, Manny Majakamo's there. Yes. There's all sorts of sorts of people. So if you want to see and you get a I guess a peek inside their fancy Ross's beautiful New home. New York digs. Holy cannoli. That's one heck of an apartment. Yeah, I'm like, I'm assuming this is their apartment, right? I think so. Yeah, one of these... Uh, like they it looks sh- like a banquet center, especially because the ceilings are so high I for know. a New York apartment. They have a staircase. One of these, I didn't put in here, shows Maddie, com- Maddie and some other people entering down the staircase. And apparently it's quite the entryway. This is, this is being taken from... The, stair- the stairway and like you enter and like everyone was like looking at them and they were like dancing down the stairs and everything <laughs> so yeah it was quite quite the event like that is a heck of a lot of people that is a lot of real estate right there that it is jermaine johnson was in new york city was visited the studio yeah and it's he, nice that he was able to get off the wait list i know right <laughs> <laughs> now you know how you get off the wait list now you yeah. know how you get into a class guys you, you just become an instructor there you go it's almost as easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh he got to do like he was part he was in a lot of classes one of the classes that he got to take part in was uh dj john michael's last dj ride of the year with Robin. Uh, So that was really fun. And he kind of also showed that this has been eight years, eight years that he's been a DJ creating these DJ rides. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, the last DJ class is during the run coming up this Friday coming up. So the day this episode comes out will be the last ride of the run of the year. So pretty cool. That was neat that uh, that Jermaine got to come all the way from the UK. Looks like he had a great time. Susie Chan posted about focusing on her recovery. Yeah. Did you see why? Well, she just did like a huge ultra marathon thing, right? She did the Daytona 100. That is exactly what it sounds like. 100 miles. Oof. 100 miles. What? That must have taken her, what, like three or four hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ser- sure. Seriously, how, do you know how long that took her? I I she had it in one of her other posts and I don't have it lodged into my brain at gotcha. this moment, but it was a few days. Yes. Yeah, that that's yeah, that sounds like a lot. So yeah. she deserves it. Yeah. And she said it took her five days to recover. She was back to running and teaching five days later. That's incredible. 
Robin Arzan uh, hosted a Twitter space talking about her three for 31 challenge. Mm-hmm. Yep. She was on with uh, Boss Beauties. And uh, can I just say that speaking of spelling errors, there is one here um, from the Boss Beauties. Oh. <laughs> they put the dreaded extra E in Peloton. Oh, <laughs> <oof>. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So if you're still not sure about the Swagger Society or if you are just participating in 3 for 31, want an opportunity to hear from Robin, this is a great way to do it. Absolutely. Selena Samuela is taking a social media break. She is. And I know this is not the best uh, screen grab. That was not on purpose. <laughs> I was just trying to get the words on the screen. Yeah. That was not purposeful. Um, but uh, yeah, she and, and part of this whole thing was that she was with crutches. No. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I must have missed the story of what happened. And other stories had been post, you know, they had been taken down. Right. Cause that 24 hour thing. Yeah. The cycle. Right. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, she said that like from here on out until the baby's here, she's off social media. So she's going to focus on getting in the zone, taking care of baby. Good for her. Absolutely. Yep. And coming up after this, we're going to hear what instructors do to prep for their day. Clip out. Healthy eats, or if you prefer, health yeats. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. It could be either. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, had an article about how the instructors prep for their day. Yeah. And so I guess they had a um, a few different things that they talked about with the different like Mariana Fernandez talked about what her go to snack or meal was when she had a long day of classes ahead. And at the end of the day, it was, you know, links. Let's just be clear. But it was neat <laughs> to see like the different things yeah. that they are they're putting together in one place. So for sure. They asked them about their food and their preferred water bottle of choice. Yes. Things of that nature. Yes. Must haves in your gym bag. So it's still good information. For sure. E- even though it's one of those link pages. Yeah. Good stuff. If you're going to do something like that, that's the way to do it. It is. Yeah. Adrian Williams is partnering with Hoka. I love Hoka. So I just had to share that. <laughs> that's all. Okay. Well, there you go. Congrats. Speaking of Adrian Williams, he posted an, an Instagram video of him lifting what appears to be all of the weight in the world. One million pounds. <laughs> I think he said at the, uh, it says somewhere in here that it was, I think if you scroll down on the words, it was 535 there pounds. 535 pounds. That is, that is impressive, sir. Yeah. Very impressive. But what's really nice about this post is not just that he did it, that he struggled to do it. He, he failed the first time. And didn't let that stop him. He gotcha. tried again. Yeah. That's that's the really impressive sure. part. It would be really easy to just post this and be like, oh, we don't need to talk about the other thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But they, they, the instructors like to, you know, walk the walk and yeah. talk and not just talk the talk. And I thought that was really cool. So very cool. Emma Lovewell was the featured keynote speaker at the Microsoft Aspire program. She sure was. I don't know what that means. I don't know what Aspire is. Oh, well, let me share with you, Tom. Please do. Microsoft Aspire Experience is a two-year learning and development experience for those who join Microsoft after graduating from an undergraduate master's PhD or full MBA program. Okay. 
It's their way to bring you into the cult. <laughs> I think it's just like extra learning stuff, you know, that some of those corporations do, which is nice. Those, yeah. That's nice opportunities. And usually it's for people that they find promising. So yes. it's pretty cool. It's usually a very cool thing to be chosen for that. Yeah, it feels like it's a nice way to say management training program. Yeah, I think that's probably true. DJ John Michael was in Atlanta, or as the kids say, the ATL. <laughs> I'm very down with what the kids say. Are you? Yes. Are you now? Yeah, yeah. I Well, and what was also nice about this was it was the whole music team that puts together all, like all, all things music on the platform. Yeah. So that could be... Chasing music to ingest, as he said, this is this is DJ John Michael's words, artist series planning, managing label partnerships and ideating events like AFO and Rock 22, supporting our instructors and generally just being badasses. <laughs> but what I also found interesting about it was I couldn't help but like like I really wanted to drill down on the ages of everyone in the room. Yeah. And there's actually a fairly good like age range there. Yeah. They're not all 18. Right. They're not all 40 and above, but they're not all 18. Yeah. That's how so, they kind of stay relevant. Yeah. It makes sense. That's that's great. I but love not that. not too relevant to where you don't have heritage exactly. and catalog stuff. Exactly. I also find it interesting that a company that's based in New York, not exactly a lack of music industry types in that city, mm -hmm. sets up their music team in Atlanta. Well, it, it does make sense. After watching the series Atlanta, yeah. I feel like I pretty much know all about the music business. Yes, we know everything there is to know about the music <laughs> business and Atlanta itself. Uh, not really. But how many shows do reference, in all seriousness, the like the cultural music sure. center that Atlanta has become? So yeah. it does make a certain amount of sense. For sure. I just between New York, L.A., Atlanta, I would not I would have thought it would be New York or L.A. So, I agree. Yeah, I would have never guessed. I had no idea they had a little office down there for sure it's awesome you're like you would have staked it out when we were there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sure would have i'm gonna start doing that to every city we go to i know peloton <laughs> <laughs> christine diercole won uh the heart award from project heal Yes, they honored her in recognition of her work. And if you scroll down, it talks a little bit about specifically her work is in the medicine of movement, the fitness sphere, and the self-talk of her word shops. Um, and so a lot to do with healing yeah. and self-empowerment. And uh, so I thought that that was really, really cool. Wanted to make sure that I shared that. Yeah. And Project Heal deals specifically with people recovering from eating disorders. Oh, I did. I did not know that that's what Project Heal did. Well, that's even more awesome. Very cool. Allie Love and Cliff had a, uh, a two for class. Yes, Allie was in London to do this class with, gotcha. with Cliff. Well, because she's been filming something for Netflix in London, right? Mm -hmm. So, and they had uh, matching outfits from Brittany Allen. So, also, past guest update. Oh, that's true. One. I could have <laughs> ran that sweeper, too. So, Yeah, very cool, though. Very cool. I have to say, um, they look like very cozy, jammy outfits. And I mean that in a good way. Like, you could, <laughs> you could wear these on the bike. Yeah. Absolutely. But you could also... Hang around your house on a nice cozy day. Very nice. Brittany Allen, awesome stuff. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro, here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions. Hello. Hi. 
Hey guys, thanks for having me back. We appreciate it. And we have a two for one question for you today. And by that I mean I like <laughs> by that I mean we have Courtney and Sandy both asking pretty much the same question. They're craving sweets slash sugar. And this time of year there's more of it and they keep eating it. How do they make that stop? <laughs> <laughs> so Contrary to popular belief, there is no magic diet or strategy that makes chocolate no longer taste good. Chocolate is still going to taste good. Mm. But what you can do is you can get yourself out of a scenario where you're battling both the fact that chocolate tastes good and a physiological craving response that is associated with being hungry having low blood sugar, not eating small meals throughout the day. When you have a good base routine, in other words, you're eating a quality breakfast, quality lunch, quality snacks, and that's in place, more or less stable, more or less, what you're going to find is those times where these indulgences come along, they will be truly what a dessert originally was meant to be. And that is a small indulgence after a healthy meal versus it being the meal itself, which it can really quickly turn into <laughs> because we all just have a few bite. I'll have one cookie here. I'll have one scoop there. And pretty soon it's, well, I guess I'm having this for dinner and I don't need to eat later. Of course. <laughs> Here, but but it's it's easy when it is all around us now for some social hacks unique to busy social seasons when you're invited to some to an event usually there's going to be some healthy options so i'll give you two hacks uh the first one is eat twice but eat well so here, here's what I mean by that. Eat twice, but I, but eat well. Um, so I used to have clients say, well, I'm going out to the pizza place with my family tonight, and I know there's not going to be a whole lot of good options there, so I'm just going to skip lunch. That is not the winning strategy. <laughs> Actually, what I want you to do is, if anything, eat more before you go to these events. Don't show up hungry, even if it means that you eat twice, you're eating extra you will consume more quality calories and you will consume less calories if you show up having eaten well with a modest appetite where you can then execute selective uh, indulgences without being ravenously hungry. You're always going to do better. You can go, you can have a slice of pizza, you can have a, a taste of the different samples they have out. You can feel like you're part of it. You don't have to avoid anything, but you're not trying to fill yourself up because you're famished. That's the first one. Eat twice, but eat well. In fact, sometimes if you have an evening engagement, I tell people have a light dinner first. Mm -hmm. Second thing is, remember the, the BYOB, bring your own beer? Well, bring your own platter, bring your own snacks, bring your own entree. So who wants to show up to a dinner party empty handed? Yeah. Right. So if it's if it's an opportunity to bring something, then make at least one item. You know, my wife and I, we like making whenever we go to friend's house, we'll make something like turkey wraps or lettuce wraps or things like that. They get gobbled up because a lot of people do want something healthy and clean and light. You'll know that there will at least be one good item on the menu there that you can grab if you brought it yourself. And if it is a beverage occasion, bring your own beer. <laughs> Bring your own alcohol because there is the good, the bad and the ugly. At least if you bring some alcohol, you know, martini shakers make, you know, great 
great gifts for households. Bring something along those lines where you can put together a beverage that isn't going to derail your progress if you are in a focused stage. And of course, remember, the biggest factor, which we talked about just recently, isn't necessarily what happens at any one meal. It's how long it takes you to dive back into your healthy living lifestyle. That's what we're looking for. Parlay back into your routine quickly. If you don't wait days, then you're going to do just fine. And that one meal off that's here or there is not going to do a bunch of damage. It's the leftovers that you feed off of for two weeks afterwards that kill you. Trust me, I've been down that road. <laughs> That's why when we got back from our Thanksgiving trip, what did I do? I gave my leftovers to Brian. I was like, yes, Brian, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of leftover chicken tenders in there. You should have those for dinner right you now. You should eat those. Even though it's 9 a.m. <laughs> Start eating them now so they're out of the fridge, yes. Brian. Go. Eat them or you're grounded. So if people would like this sort of uh, fitness information tailor-made for them and their nutrition and fitness goals, where can they find you? Metpro.co slash TCO. See, I got it right this time. <laughs> slash TCO. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. We appreciate you. Checking out the competition. For those of you who have a tonal or are interested in a tonal and like to just know what's going on with them, they have an interesting new uh, feature that they've rolled out. Yeah, I really like it. So whenever you sign up for a program, now you can go in and pick the days of the week that you want to do the program and it'll save to your tonal calendar. And on your phone, it will also send you reminders like, hey, you have this workout planned today. So just a reminder. Yeah. And it's not like in a way, you know, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes mocking you. Yeah. Like sometimes my my watch will be like check your rings you have been sitting on your ass all day that could be you projecting i don't know what you're talking about because there are times when i will say like oh hey were you gonna work out today and you're like what does that mean <laughs> and i was just like i just didn't know if what the rest of the day looked like and then so i'm not doing it enough <laughs> is that what you're saying <laughs> No, I just, we were going to go somewhere later and I didn't know. Wow. Way to call me out, Tom. <laughs> so uh, and we, we, should, we should also probably explain for people that don't have a total programs can be two to four weeks long. Oh, right. And so, right, right. you know, it's not like a Peloton class where they're all one off. So yeah. it's like you sign up for a program. And so you might do a program three to five days a week. Yeah. And so this can kind of, you can say, oh, I want to do it on, at three o'clock or whatever. It can like drop it in for you and it's also cool i i tried this today if you can't tell um i finished up one program i started another program i did another five day a week so what it does is it automatically gives you like what days they prescribe it on mm -hmm. and then you can check and uncheck days where you you're like uh, oh, but that's not a good day for me right. and then of course if you skip it it's no big deal it'll just pick right up where, yeah. where you left off so it's not going to penalize you for for no, not you skip it it doubles all the weight <laughs> when you get around they're like well, gotta make up for lost time but actually it's important to say because peloton on their programs if you skip it and it goes into it goes into the next week you don't have a chance to go back you oh, can't gotcha. like it, so so really people who don't do tonal don't understand yeah. it's very different than peloton and it 
it, that's why I'm making a point to say that. But I really like it. I really dig it. And you can go into regular workouts and you can put those on your your schedule as well. So you don't have to do just programs. You can be like, oh, I just want to do this workout. The other so cool, you could kind of build your own program and just drop it in your calendar. You sure can. Yeah. And if you go in and you're doing a program on your off days, if you go to use a tonal, it will recommend automatically workouts that complement the program you're currently in. So very nice tonal. Well done. Peloton Artist Collaboration. So the latest artist series features a band we've heard of. Linkin Park. Linkin Park. And a I'm, band I've met. Yeah. Shut up. Well, <laughs> they were nobodies when I, well, I shouldn't say they were nobodies. They had one hit when I met them. What hit was it? Uh, Whatever that first big one is. What was it? Should the shut up when you're talking to me song. <laughs> <laughs> Linkin Park? And that them shut up when you're talking to me. Yeah. That's not the name of it, though. No, right? but that's what they say a okay, bunch in the okay, song. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, this is. I was really excited to see this. Unfortunately, I didn't get to take anything live today, and I'm very bitter about it. <laughs> uh, somebody was supposed to show up for an interview and didn't. These things happen. I know. But uh, but that that's a not good for one. our show. Our yeah. interviewees have always been amazing. So just yeah. be clear about that. Not all of them. There was that one. You know who you are. Mm. Nah. Now I'm just making them all wonder. Yeah. Everybody's been fine. But I just like to keep them all on their toes. <laughs> now they're all out there like, oh, man, was it me? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, no, it had nothing to do with our show, actually. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it sucked because I was so excited to take this class. And, and then I realized uh, the one time I want to take a class in the middle of the day, I already have something scheduled. Whoops. So. Well, it'll be there waiting for you. On I demand. know. I just wanted to take it live. Wah. In case you missed it. There is so much Peloton apparel that you don't always know what to get. And so so now they are very graciously having Instagram live or they had one by the time you hear this to help you pick things. Yeah. With Kirsten Ferguson and Tune Day. Yep. You can uh, ask them anything you want about gifting and they will tell you to buy Peloton apparel. Yes. <laughs> Be like, my husband really likes video games. What should I get him? Peloton apparel leggings he will be very comfortable <laughs> while he video games that's how this should go no I don't know what they're gonna say but it's fun want to make sure people see it out there glad that they're finding ways to involve the instructors to push the apparel they should be yeah absolutely and if Brian gets a sports bra for Christmas yeah. now you'll know why yeah and coming up after this uh, we are going to talk to Erica McLean our resident tarot card reader and she is going to tell us what is in store for Peloton in the year 2023? Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Erica McLean, and you might remember <laughs> her. I would hope you remember her. She's our tarot card reader, and she has scored some pretty, yeah. pretty big hits yeah. so far. Yes. First of all, welcome, Erica. But for people who don't remember, yeah, you had said some things that were like that proved to sound accurate. Now, I say sound accurate because, you know, these things can be read a little differently by people. So can you talk again? I want to make sure I can hear you now. Me? Yes. Yes. OK, cool. Yeah. So one of the things that came up is you had said last time we talked that you thought there was going to be a male tread instructor leaving due to management issues. And then, boom, we had the big 
So did that happen? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I feel like you nailed that. I don't know how else to like spin that, that it could have been something else. Like that was pretty accurate. <laughs> and guys, I'm just going to tell you right now that I was shuffling the cards during the introduction. And like, I'm not even joking about this, but the same exact card that I read with Daniel leaving fell out again. No. I, yeah. Put it back. <laughs> I know. I honestly think I think that there is going to be somebody else either leaving. I don't see this happening for at least another like eight months or maybe sometime like August. Somebody leaving or like really thinking about internally, like having issues with whether it's like mental things or things going on with the studio that they need to take a break and actually sit back and think, is this the right decision for me? Am I in the right place right now? So I'm just going to start uh, off with that. <laughs> that's pretty specific. You have yeah. any feels on whether or not male, female, tread, bike, yoga, rower? <laughs> I honestly think this time it might be a female. Yeah, I'm getting like female vibes. But once again, it could be either or. I think this person is like multi-modality. So it could be like someone who does strength and bikes or boot camps and strength or whatever it may be. And it, once again, it might not be like a total walk away, but it could be something where this person needs to take significant time off to focus on themselves and really think what they need as a person. Wow. Well, coming in hot, Erica, coming in um, hot. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even get past the recap and she's Run dropping bombs. bombs. <laughs> happened, you know? <laughs> Let's see what. So we should also say that she predicted. Lots, lots, lots of, babies. of babies. And you were right about that. And we yeah, had lots there of were babies. Like, we have a baby. There's, I don't mean just a baby bloom out there. A lot of babies. What else? I feel like there was something else that like you had said that was like scary accurate. I can't remember now what it was. You've gotten so many big things right that I'm like, that's weird. And it's so funny because at the time you kind of think like, Oh, that's such a long shot. Or of course, there's going to be children. All these people just got married. We have all these women in their 20s. You know, like you can look at it that way. But like you were so specific about it. it was going to be a lot. And then the Daniel thing, like you were so specific about it. it's going to be a male. There's going to be a disagreement. And of course, a lot of times when people leave a company, you assume there's a disagreement. But this one has been become very public very quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the whole Daniel thing has. It's something that I feel like a lot of people still haven't gotten over. And I don't think they will. I think people actually, there are people who might have even left Peloton because they were upset about it. I don't know. I mean, so. I think we were going to the same place. Do you have any more thoughts or predictions on that issue, especially since it's legally contentious? <laughs> yeah. So, moment? which is so extremely weird. I had a dream about Daniel last night and what? it was so weird. Is this, is this like a dream you can tell us or is it kind of weird? It was fine. It was like one of those dreams that was, it was happening in this, in, in a play. It was supposed to be happening in a hospital because I was, I'm also a nurse, but I'm not working at the moment as a nurse, but I was working as a nurse and it was in labor and delivery, which is all about rebirth and new beginnings to me. That's what I would think about with that dream. And he was in it, but at the same time as it was a hospital, it was also a college dormitory. And he was with two other people and they were in a band together. And that makes me think of total three of pentacle energy, which is like working together, coming together with a couple other people and making it big. 
So I do see him having a comeback and maybe sometime this summer, it could even be before. I don't think it will be coming back to work at Peloton, but it could be a comeback where he yeah. wins whatever it is going on with Peloton or maybe a comeback for him in a different area of his life, whether it's photography or fitness or whatever it is. And he just makes it big and he's just super happy. Well, that would be fantastic. I hope that that I hope that turns out as a good thing for Daniel. I also hope uh, selfishly that that means that it's a still a good thing for Peloton. Like, I don't really want it to be one or the other. (laughs) Well, I don't think that it's going to break Peloton down either way. But I do see him being satisfied and just like having just coming off of the whole thing with being in a good vibe in a good place. Because I still think mentally he's not. I mean, he was broken and all the feels. So definitely. So what about other instructors? I have a question about do you have any feelings or things that are coming up for you with when I think about Robin and all this Web3 stuff? I've seen a lot of really negative reaction to that. But it seems to be getting a lot of attention. So I'm curious if you have any reading on that. So weird that you say that because Robin has been it since we started. All I was getting was big Virgo energy, big Virgo energy. And she's, as we know, big Virgo energy. You know, she, <laughs> that's her. Like, And so for you to say that to me just magnifies that, yes, there is something coming into fruition with that whole thing what it is let's ask the tarot and we'll we can go from there here's my guess she's skipping web three she's going straight to web four (laughs) going straight to web four doesn't have time for this web three web four baby well okay so i think that there once was a time where i mean robin is she ruled peloton but i feel like in her mind right now she doesn't feel that way she doesn't feel like you know, she has everything at her arm's length. I think she's got so many things outside of the company that are weighing on her. And I, I think she keeps a cool really good about, like she keeps it cool and she keeps her other worries like at bed. But I think, I do think that there's another child in the cards for her. And I think that's like what she like is constantly thinking about. I think she does want another baby. So I think that that's going to happen. And that might happen within the next year. I do see maybe there being some trouble, but she is going to follow through with that. There is two things right now that she really wants. And that's one of them. And I think the other one is all this other extra stuff that's going on. And I think it's going to have to be almost like a decision between the two. So right now, I don't know how much more recognition all this other outside stuff is going to get with going to get her. But I think that it's something else is going to tap through. And you you know what I'm trying to say? I think there's going to be something else. So I don't think that she's going to get caught up in the whole, what is it? The W, whatever it is that she's doing. Web Uh, three. (laughs) I think she's going to have so many other things to concentrate on is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Like she's, it's going to be there. It's going to be a thing that happens, but it's not going to be the sole focus for her. She's got too many other important things going on. Exactly. And I think just more things that are going to, are going to come along for her that are going to be important that she's going to need to pay attention to and to stick with. And all the other stuff might fall through, but I don't think it's going to be as crazy and big as people are thinking about it being. Hmm. All right. But I think she does have a lot on her mind. I think that she hides it well. I think that that makes sense. I mean, you can't have all of the irons in the fire that she does. 
and not have a lot on your mind. And I think that it would be very difficult to not let that show. Like that's a lot of pressure. Right. We might actually see her plate being a little bit more full as the year goes on, as 2023 starts rolling. Like we might start to see like, maybe she's not teaching as many classes or maybe she's cutting back a little bit because there's other things that she's trying to concentrate on. She's still going to be there. She's still going to be present. She's still going to be Robin. But we might see her take a little bit of not be doing classes all the time. She still will be there. But I think Okay, be- so say that again. I think there'll be other news for her, like other things coming up. Okay. All right. What about other... Okay, so we've had like three major changes to the tread instructor lineup. Do you feel like there are more changes to the instructor lineups, either new instructors or existing instructors adding to what they already do? I honestly think that there's instructors that are there will be coming. Some will be coming to the tread. I don't know why I keep on thinking that Day will eventually get there. And when there was an announcement, and I already know like there's going to be London people be going to the tread. I, I feel like Ben will be at the tread by like May, April. Oh, okay. I just see Day. Like I thought that was when, when there was a whole last week, you know, there might be a new, there's a new instructor. There might be a new tread instructor. Da, 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 da. I was like, I feel like it's Day energy. And lately, like I've been totally vibing her. And totally like her energy is just super contagious. So I wouldn't be surprised if she, if they get her up there too within the next year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Tom, do you have any questions? What are you thinking about? I guess I'm, we're just wondering just the company in general, it's been a rough couple years. Like what's 2023 looking like? More the same, <laughs> better, worse? You know, I, Barry is, and I don't know if a lot of people feel that way, that he just is very intimidating to me. And I feel like, a lot of the instructors are getting that vibe too. I feel like that he's intimidates them too. And it's like, whether he's at the studio and they might not be themselves or whatever, I feel like there's somebody new that's going to come in, whether he's there or not, that's going to be kind of like the knight in shining armor that's going to make everybody feel more comfortable, more accepted, feel like they're not... I feel like there's a lot of people under more stress now than in the past. But I feel like there is going to be somebody else that's going to come in. I want to say maybe around March. And like I said, whether he they're there together, and this person's going to also help with it, with everything or kind of like level Barry out or whatever they're going to do. But I feel like this is going to kind of put more, more of the instructors at ease and the PAs and all everyone there. Interesting. Yeah. As of like the company, like and how it's going to do like financially and money wise, I feel like there's a lot of things that, and I mean, like any job that we have or people have, there's things that go on behind scenes that we don't know. You know, there's instructors have all sorts of feels. I'm sure there's people who clash with certain people, but I feel like there's a lot of healing that needs to go on. I feel like there's a lot of different groups, like whether they're, they're probably like, you know, all friends, like as a whole, but I feel like there's different groups, kind of like when you're in like college or high school or whatever, you have different friend groups. And I feel like there's certain groups that need a little bit more healing than others, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, Do you mean throughout the company or do you mean specifically instructors? instructors? I feel like the instructors, I feel like there's some that feel like they're getting treated unfairly and that other people shine a little bit brighter to some. And And I feel like there's a lot of healing that has to happen in 2023. And that's why I feel like there's going to be somebody else who's who's coming in that's going to kind of bring everybody together and kind of help everybody's needs. Because I feel like people's needs aren't being met. 
And I feel like that instructor wise, I feel like they're the instructor wise, whether it's just, they don't feel loved the way that they need to feel. But that's just like, the, that's kind of like the vibe I'm getting. And whether we're, it's made known to us or whether we're just like kept in the dust about it, you might see like more of, an appreciation, like they're all happy now, like when they're on, whether it's social media or they're doing a class, but you may see more of a positive vibe come March with them. Okay. Okay. Ooh, here's a good one. Do you have any feels about homecoming? Do you think it's going to be in person this year or is it going to remain virtual? Okay. So I think that homecoming, it's going to be like a celebration, whether it's virtual or whether it's in person. However, I do feel like it might be like an invite type thing only. I feel like they're trying to make this there right now. Like I feel like as we're talking, they're like working, trying to work this all out. A lot of people look forward to this and they think that, you know, since everybody's in the studio now, could it happen? I feel like they have a lot of stuff to work out before they actually make that call. But I feel like that it's a good chance that it will happen, but it might be something where it's an invite thing only, where they go by, they're taking certain people and they're to certain classes. They're inviting just certain people, like they'll send an invite to people who that take all of Jen Sherman's classes and really love Jen Sherman. Like those people might get a certain invite to take one of her, like her classes during homecoming and they might kind of separate things. So it's not like it was in the past where there was like big crowds and stuff like that. I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah. Some kind of invite only thing. They've been doing that a lot with like the different rides, like the Cody LOL thing and the Lizzo ride. And there was something else they did that for recently too. Oh, it was another musician that was in studio. Oh, baby face. They- yeah. I went to the, ride yeah baby face you were in that yes i was at the baby face ride yep how fun really really fun yes and i took adrian's class before that which i'm gonna say it was even better than the baby face ride (laughs) wow so did you know you were going to get an invite before they did it was it was really weird like i got an invite like two weeks before it happened it was like a wednesday evening and they were like you know you're invited to baby face i'm like obviously i'm going (laughs) So we went and Adrian's class was like maybe two and a half, three hours before that. And so I saw it was waitlisted and I, my way to New York, I'm like, well, let's just jump on the waitlist. And I got in. So I ended up getting to take his class too. And then Andy Spears the next day, which was awesome. So good for you. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how you do it. People are really stressed about that. I guess on that note, do you see people changing how they feel or Peloton changing how they approach these live rides? Because it has been a source of constant conversation, how difficult it is to get in. In fact, I had somebody at my regular job today reach out to me and ask me if I had any ability to get one of their clients into a ride. (laughs) Like I could somehow... Yeah. pull that off <laughs> do that to me too like they'll see like social media stuff with me in the studio and i'm like i just do like everybody else does and i wait and i get waitlisted or i try to get on it's just it is what it is it, it is what yeah. it is i think there's going to be more changes to be honest i think that they're trying to i think that's another thing that they're like trying to figure out as a whole on the company how they're going to go about this because there are people who are t- who I feel like probably do take advantage of this stuff and they're taking like seven or eight classes a day. They're just getting yep. all these classes. So I think that they're going really be a little bit more selective and maybe go by milestones or go by like your like 
Adrian Williams is your instructor that you take all these classes with, you might end up getting a invite to his class. But I think that they're going to keep changing it up. They might add an extra day in the studio. I feel like we could see like a Thursday too in the future, them tagging on a Thursday to do classes or maybe even group classes, whether it's like you have Bex Beast or um, Selena Squad or all those different squads where they might just take certain groups and get them into a class. That would be nice. Yeah. Wait. What else, Tom? What are you thinking? Do you think we'll see any new mm. equipment? We're always going to, they're always going to come up with something. I do think that we're going to see new equipment. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy right now. It might just be more things like with the whole strength component and stuff like that. But I do think that a year from now, like when we do next year, if we do a 2024 podcast, I do think that there is going to be another big component that comes out, something you know, like the rower or something. But right as of right now, I think it's going to just be like little small things and more things like happening in the studio or happening like with invites or with special guests coming in to classes. Like we had Lizzo and we had Babyface and Mariah. I bet you Mariah Carey comes into one of the classes that they have for. Be cool. Yeah. So that makes sense. So more focus on the content rather than more more focus on the content. You know, we have LOL Cody. They may do another series kind of like that. I think they're going to try to hype everybody up with that and hype everybody up with the whole invite thing. Because I think that they also are doing that because they're trying to give more people a chance to get to the studio and to take away from all that stress from having to like wait online to... You got to give people more than a week, two weeks notice though. Like, you know, people who live far away, you know, we can't just drop everything and run to the studio, <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, That's I if I did live four and a half hours, if I wasn't a car ride away, I wouldn't have been able to do that. But I think they will do... I do think they will take that into consideration and kind of like on that note, like monitor like the guests that live do live farther away and be like, you know, we have so-and-so coming up and maybe give them more of a heads up in the near future. I feel like, I don't know why I'm getting September and I know it's far away because like we just passed September, but I feel like this September coming up, like the fall is going to be big. Mm. Mm. And it might be big with members, like more people meeting up. And I don't know. I just see something happening. That's fun. Interesting. Well, that's around the time. Well, maybe that'll be homecoming. It is around the time that they, isn't that whenever they do the New York City Marathon? No, that's November. That's November. Yes. Yeah, never mind. Maybe they'll make it like a school and we'll have homecoming in the fall and we'll have prom in May. As long as I can go with Adrienne Williams, I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) I do see Picking out my ball gown. I do think that there's going to be more, like, there's going to be more like love interest. I see like RK and Andy, like, I don't know whether if they get, they're going to get engaged soon or whatever, but they, I feel like they're good. I see them getting more invested into each other, whether they're moving in together. I know they live in the same building, but I know they're going on vacation this winter somewhere. And I'm like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, he pops the question. I don't know. I see them being, and I see more, I don't think it's relationships with like instructors, but you might see more people like with their significant other and talking more about that stuff. Cause we don't see that a lot with like Dennis and with Adrian, we don't see their girlfriends. Like, but I think that as the year progresses, there's going to be, there might be more weddings. Matt Wolfer's going to get married. He's, I had said that I think he's going to get married in February. And then my, one of my good friends was at the studio three months ago. And so she told me, she said, yeah, he's getting married in February. And I was like, well, there we go. So I don't know. 
Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so we what, might be- what else? kind of weirdos get married in february <laughs> probably get married like at the top of a ski slope like that's- but yeah he would and then they like say their vows as they like swish down <laughs> they're they're sledding sledding. and then they're, they're gonna sledding. go do like a yeah. triathlon so that's probably- there you go yeah <laughs> do you think we'll see any push into new markets or are they sticking with the countries that they're currently in if they do add more stuff with like countries i think they're gonna do kind of like what they're doing in england right now where they have the German instructors there. I do think they they might they might add some more like country type things. They might Peloton might go to different countries. I don't know why I was thinking like like Singapore and China. I don't know with China. Like I don't know if they're going to have instructors come from like other countries around there and teach. But I don't think they would open a studio there. I think it would be more of a they would use one of the, either if it was at the New York based studio or London. And I just keep seeing like LA and California. And I don't know if they're going to open a studio there or have some sort of space there for instructors to instruct there in the future. Um, oh my Lord, you are going to make people's heads explode with oh. that. People <laughs> have wanted that for years. <laughs> but it might not be something that happens until like a year from now. And it might not be like a New York studio. It might be like, okay, some of these instructors, like they're in California and we have the studio there. We're going to like, you know, Kendall is a big West Coast person, you know, so maybe she'll end up down back there. I don't know. I just see something in the West Coast happening, too. Like not necessarily a true studio, but like a place kind of like the way they had one built out for Cody so that he could do rides from there. So you're visualizing something that's more like not something that the public interacts with, but that they can do classes from there. Exactly. I do see, though, that like sometime in the spring, I see there being like a little issue with money for Peloton, like whether they're nervous about money, they're raising their prices a little bit more, whether it's with the app, whether it's what it is. But I do see that kind of like subsiding by the fall. And I do, I see somebody else is coming in that's going to be like, have more ideas around finance and around financial stuff and be able to work with, whether it's the instructors, people at the studio working there, production assistants, because I feel like that around May, April, May, there might be a little bit of an issue with finances. Hmm. Okay. So what else has been on your mind? What's been on your radar that you've come, that we haven't asked about? Okay. Well, my whole radar, I knew I was like, Mariah Carey, they're going to do like a Mariah Carey thing. And they did. I mean, with the whole holiday thing, I think a lot of people thought that. I do think there's instructors that are unhappy right now and that there's things going on, like I said, behind the scene and that corporate is trying to work with them and kind of give them a little bit of a pull what they want, because I just think that there are other opportunities for them. That's probably, I mean, in my mind, that's why we're seeing things like the LOL Cody, because well, they're Cody, trying to kind he, of yeah, scratch that um, itch. Yeah, I don't think he's happy. I think there's other things that he has like at his fingertips. But I think that where he is right now is his place, is his home, where he feels safe, where his friends are, where he loves. And he's, I think that he's kind of going through a little bit of like, what am I like? Do I, where do I belong type of deal? Hmm. I get that. I also get trying to wonder what comes next, right? Like it's, can you be a fitness instructor for 30 years? Probably not. So he's probably trying to figure out what the next chapter And you have to strike like. why the iron's hot. Yep. And I do think that there's right. instructors so. that, have, that have been there for a long time that that's on their mind right now. And I think that they're in touch with other companies because I, I don't think that, 
I think that there are going to instructors within the next three years that will leave that have been there for a long time because you can only teach fitness and do that for so long. And sometimes you need to go into something else because as we get older, it's harder, harder to have that same job. And so I do see in the next three years, people leaving and newer, younger instructors coming on. Uh, Like Menudo. (laughs) But I also wouldn't be surprised if there were some instructors that have been there for so long that left, but ended up being like doing management Mm -hmm. and that type of stuff, which I think will be better in the long run for the instructors there now, for the community, for Peloton itself. Okay, I just have one more question related to that. And that is, I have felt that we are coming up to a time period where we're going to see Jen Sherman retire. Yeah. Are you feeling that? A little bit. I think that in the, I think in like two and a half years, within the next two and a half years, I think her, I think Christine, maybe, I think there's other things for them that, I mean, this might sound bad, but are more important right now. I think they have things going on in their personal life, things that they want to do that they feel like what they've been doing for so long, being an instructor, it's like, it might be that time to move on to the next adventure in their life. And I think that there's going to be opportunities for more money. But I think once again, right now, like behind the scenes, they're working on all that stuff. They're kind of planting that seed to like, what is the next step for me? But I do see them. If I do see not all of them, but some of them, maybe one, maybe two that do eventually leave sticking with the company and just making it that much better. for the Okay. Yeah. Okay. So last question, and then we'll wrap up. So I'm just curious over the next year, what do you see for the club? Oh my gosh. I well, all good things. Yeah, I think you I did. Just scared Crystal. <laughs> scared. I think that there's a the clubhouse is gonna do great. And I think that it's kind of like at the point now where it's getting it's on fire. Like every people that haven't listened to you guys are all of a sudden listening and they're like, oh my gosh. And I think that you guys and I and I had messaged you, Crystal, a couple months ago that I had a dream about you being in New York in like cahoots with with stuff with the company for working with them. So I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you guys do more things where you're actually at the studio, because I do think that there's people that are like, Oh my gosh, Tom and Crystal, like we want, and I think they want us, people want to see you more at the studio. So I do think that you might, there might be a, a time where you actually go in and like, you're doing work with Peloton and like kind of helping them. Like maybe this spring, you might get good news about that. Like we want you guys to come in. We want you to rock. We want maybe you even do an episode at the studio or something. Wow. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We need you to work yeah, at Peloton. I think, that, I think you guys do a great job of giving a lot of information to the community. And I think that they appreciate that. And I think that the community appreciates that. So I think that there might be a good opportunity for you guys in the next year. Aww. Well, yeah, fingers sure crossed. Would. That would be nice. That was a good. That happens. Well, well thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. this is nice, kind of becoming a our annual year in wrap yeah. up okay. tradition. So it's nice to check in and see what we can look forward to in the coming year. So thank you very much. And before we let you go, remind everybody where they can find you and all so your you can things. Find me on the leaderboard at Fit Mom Erica, also on Instagram at Fit Mom Erica or Facebook at Erica McLean. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you. 
I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, uh, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running and running. <laughs>